Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, say hello in the chat if you are live with us today uh, for episode 279 of the Comic Spells. We have so many things to talk about today. In fact, uh, we're going to be doing something a little special today. We're going to be, well, so in honor of the Batman's release, which it's coming out this Thursday, um, which is super exciting. I think that's March 4th. Yeah, March 4th. Uh, well, March 4th is 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 Friday. I'm seeing it on Thursday. Lucky me. Um, in honor of that and our main topic, we're going to be discussing whether or not the Batman is going to be the greatest movie ever. And we're going to rank all the Batmans. So I'm super excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. The gang's all here, by the way. Um, say hello, gang. Hello, gang. What's up, gang? Give us a gang gang, Tyler. No. Oh, I get. Yeah, I probably should have done gang gang. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the the wave was, thing doesn't work for audio. I just had the uh, the our uh, our gang little rascals theme in my head, but I realized that doesn't work for audio either. Because <laughs> it's just <laughs> you, got, you, you got to have them hear it, not not just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably would have been fine guys. for audio, I'm, but I'm waking up. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, Bill Cosby has the rights. I don't. I think he's a little preoccupied to come after us. So. The... Yeah, you're yeah. probably all right. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> in a bit of a bind. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be able to come after anybody. But he probably has lawyers who are very active. Uh, way more active than our lawyers. So What? That, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have lawyer. We, yeah. we have lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bill. Bring it. Um, lawyer. Yeah, we have lawyer. Uh, so if you want to help it's us pay lawyer point. fees, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Um, you can do so by, uh, joining us on Twitch, leaving us a follow subscribing. If you feel so inclined, we go live every single Saturday at 10 15 in the morning. Uh, and e that's Eastern time and Wednesdays at 6 PM Eastern for pals pools. YouTube.com slash the comics palace to subscribe for free. Like the video if you enjoy what we do. Uh, check out our Doom Patrol book club and our Batman Year One book club, which drops this Tuesday, which is, of course, the 1st of March. We are in Batman mode uh, because also we have our film review for the Batman dropping next Monday. So the Monday after the movie is out which is the 7th of March, you'll be able to listen to whatever the most recent episode of this show is and also our review of the Batman film. I am, I am like ready for this movie. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. Did you get your tickets like the day that they allowed them to? Dude, I got my tickets like the minute they allowed me to. <laughs> they opened That's, the gates. Yeah. I got mine today and <sighs> the theaters were empty. There's a showing at wow. my theater every 30 minutes, and the theater was empty. Wow. So I'm now not worried. <laughs> I'm not That's sure if crazy. I have tickets yet. I should probably look into that. You told me you don't. I, but that was the other day. <laughs> I think somebody got tickets for me and my wife. Oh, oh somebody. I'll okay. hook up. Well, my, my father-in-law. We, we, the superhero movies become like a family affair now. So. Uh, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Uh, Tyler's lack of response indicates that it's not as fun as it sounds. No, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. How's, how's those, uh, how are those auctions going? 
oh my grandma doing auctions for uh, uh vintage comic books let's see let's see what we're looking at here does um, she have anything trying, for you yet she's trying to get the new mutants lot so so to give context my grandma is currently uh she likes to do auctions in her retirement and uh she whenever there's like a, a comic book um lot she like messaged me on facebook she's like what, what's this and i'm like oh this is 90 spider-man you could ignore it there's no venom <laughs> in there ignore that oh this is 90s batman definitely ignore that um but like the lot she sent me today is like 80s x-men and like 70s hulk and like it's okay. right around like wolverine first appearance so i'm like i wonder if it's in there i'm curious um but there's a new mutants lot and an akira number one Oh, hoping she snags <clears throat> my first printing. Um, Tyler, did your grandma ever make you uh peach tea? Granny's peach tea? No, is no. that a is that a thing? Oh man, yeah, I forgot. I'm the only fan of Batman versus Superman here. Only, uh, only yeah. fan. <laughs> uh, is, in we, the movie, did they talk about Granny's peach tea in that movie? <laughs> You sure you weren't watching Granny's... the Axel Braun parody? <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't it P? It's piss, yeah. 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 That's oh, the joke. I probably yeah. were watching the Axel Braun parody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Zimbu the monkey. Hey Beck. Welcome to the chat. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, normally on this podcast, we're all jokes and uh entertainment stuff but i i really did before we get into the the show proper i do want to talk about something that is actually serious um so obviously you know everyone knows that you know there's a lot of really bad stuff going on with russia and the ukraine right now hmm. and uh for me personally um i haven't been able to stop thinking about it and on this show while we do joke around a lot and stuff anytime real serious things are happening in the world you know, um, we talk about how we feel. So, you know, we don't have to, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but I just wanted to say that if anybody um, is affected by that, uh, know that we stand with you, know that, you know, um, it's okay to lose yourself to entertainment and comedy and, you know, whatever, whatever soothes you, um, comics, movies, all that good stuff. Um, you know, if that helps ease what's happening right now um then that's something that you should definitely feel comfortable leaning into um whether the, whether you are whether you have family out there whether you you know however it affects you um it really doesn't matter even if you don't even if you're not related to the conflict at all but it, you're just hurting right now like i am um there's no shame in trying to find solace in the things that you love that's why we have them right it's not just to um you know, absorb ourselves all the time. But when we need that, that blanket, that safety net, um, something to take our minds off of it, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So I just wanted to say that, um, and know that regardless of where you are, uh, within this, um, I'm, I'm standing with you 100%. And not to show our discord at the time, but like, if you want just to like, be able to like talk to people, like, yes, join the discord for that. You know, like, I, yeah. I think we've got a good community of like, the, the one thing about the people on the discord like yeah they're all fucking crazy because they're in our discord but <laughs> like they're all really chill people yeah, everyone's yeah. super nice like, super respectful yeah but like they'll like debate about shit mm -hmm. but like it's always respectful too so like it's cool 
I don't think other than that weird She-Hulk impersonator, I don't think we've ever had. That was strange. Twice over. Twice Mm -hmm. over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That wasn't meant, you know, obviously Tyler did not mean that as a shill. Um, Just that just wanted to put that out there. We'll get back to the funny stuff. Um, here in a moment. Oh, um, thank you, Matt. For me Appreciate to shut that. my face. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of 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 the listeners, um, you know, we have a bunch of messages from you all. Um, you guys, you know, had a huge reaction to not only last week's show, but just you know stuff that's been going on in general. Um, and so I wanted to give you guys a bit of time. We, we couldn't include everything because there was so much. And we did get some really good questions. Um, so, Tyler, why don't you take it away? So I'm going to put my most, most Caucasian voice on for this one. Um, <laughs> it lies in the noggin. Commented on episode 278. Uh, they said, first fire episode. Everybody in the hood coming for Tyler and his disrespect <laughs> of Inda Club. Lol. Many men as a wedding <laughs> song is hilarious. Tyler, you crazy bro, but I dig where your head's at. Once over a heated multiplayer game of Halo, um, where's this going? I was simultaneously being verbally attacked, and as soon as I found the fuck, I started to recite the lyrics to many men while teabagging his corpse. Good times. Doctor Strange looks crazy, and I can't can't wait, man. I'm here for all of your theories in the interim. Lol, fucking Sam Raimi, man. <laughs> so what's your what's your theory here tyler on um uh, you know the appearance the, of the song many men on dr strange as like the the breakout it's 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 not wait the, the dr strange is, i mean 50 cents no, many men no, is on the doctor no. oh, man you got that would be song. broken many I mean, men in, as doc because do, these are multiverse uh variants of dr strange oh, yeah. it's That's in the title. broken it would many work. men it's in the title uh, I'm down I love that. that. Where, where's the um? The, you know how they had like those Naruto AMVs that had Lincoln Park in the background? Did someone <laughs> do like the only true art? No. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true American art. That's yeah. That's our contribution to to manga. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the animated form. Yeah. You're welcome, Tezuka. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, somebody do that for the Doctor Strange trailer and Fifty Cent. That's that's, that's insanely funny. I'll probably do it myself, honestly. <laughs> Uh, That'll be the TikTok clip this week. <laughs> Noggin, uh, thank you for the compliment. Appreciate that you feel it was a fire episode. Um, and that's a funny story. Noggin told Noggin had a much longer comment. Um, but yeah, it's a really funny story. And I, I remember those days. Um, any of you have those experiences on, on uh, you know, G-Bag Halo or Call of Duty? Mm-hmm, not a PS1. That's it. Ooh. I had, a, I had a round of Halo or two in my in my day. <laughs> I love the idea that you you had a round. You were like, you know, let me try this Halo thing. I'll See try this. Yeah. Out. He's like, hello, uh, goodbye. I said, Halo. That's a. It's a I Jesus that game. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see that. So that, that's what? what it was, right? It was you came under the pretense of this was this is you know a good Christian game. Yeah, of course. Hold, mm-hmm. hold up, Matt in the comments says I used to make Naruto AMVs in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> He's talking audience. Like, Breaking Please. Benjamin on there. Tell me they're still up there, dude. And tell and tell me that Breaking Benjamin is 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 uh, on there and also Flyleaf. 
Sean, yeah. So, so mm. you know, you know the type of music that like the anime kids in school. That's would listen my to. type of music. That's all my <laughs> yep. music. Absolutely. Yep. I just wasn't some, watching uh, AMVs. Skillet on there too. Yeah, of course. Skillet, absolutely. Um, oh hey, Amy, welcome. Uh, so let's. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange, let's let's jump into Matt's comment. Matt, uh, so Matt says, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to Doctor Strange with the perspective that I'm excited for another Sam Raimi movie than an MCU movie. The first DS film, Doctor Strange film, was one of the MCU's worst contributions to cinema. And if Raimi wasn't directing, I probably wouldn't go see see the sequel. How do you guys feel? <laughs> Not I'm going because I have to. <laughs> so, but that's every movie. I, that's not a that's not a different opinion. Well, he, he, he didn't ask for a different opinion. There you go, Marco. There you go. Put the pressure on. Apply pressure. <laughs> that's that's a pretty harsh uh, statement, Matt. On that, on the first, first Doctor all, Strange film. That is not harsh in Matt's Matt's terms. This is this is a that's, flowery statement from Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's even polite. <laughs> but didn't didn't Matt just come for me for being negative? I feel like he just came for me for, came at me for being negative. Uh, Matt is a fluid person. <laughs> opinions and thoughts can change by the day so oh man um yeah so how do you i answered him already I, um how do you guys feel about um you know like would you be excited for this movie if it was still like scott derrickson directing and you know it was the same thing it just was scott derrickson and not sam raimi i wouldn't I I think I would because it seemed like Scott Derrickson had a a cool horror vision that I would at least try. Mm-hmm. Um, despite not being into the the first one, um, Sam Raimi does you know uh, uh, tickle my cockles. What is what? That's not right. There we um, go. That's the but, <laughs> cockles. But, uh, yeah. He likes so tickled. I'm not I'm not upset about having to go see it because it's the Sam Raimi movie. Um but I probably I you know probably would. <laughs> Y'all don't remember the all white gang in Nepal and Doctor Strange? <laughs> I do. They, they do be white up there apparently, so you know what? Um I I enjoyed the first Doctor Strange for what it was. It definitely, I, like, I haven't gone back to it. I don't have, like, I'm not like, man, I really want to see that again. Um, but it comes from a time in the MCU where I feel like, other than a few exceptions, a lot of the movies were like that, um, where they just didn't have that rewatch value, and they weren't that exciting. Um, I think that the door's blown wide open now, so a Doctor Strange movie was always at the top of my radar, but of course, Sam Raimi being the director, I'm like over the moon excited about. And I think the visuals prove that this is going to be this is going to be a, a feast. That, that's, that's where I am on a lot of it is like anything moving forward now. I have that faith in MCU stuff. And uh, for me, it becomes a conversation about how, how is it going to look? How good is it going to look? Yeah. Because um, that's the draw for me. Like Sam Raimi directing, sure. Erickson directing fine like that 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 doesn't pull me in for me it's going to be what is the uh 
is it going to be something I'm, that looks like I'm going to enjoy? Then I'm down for that. Manny, what do you mean filming in a shoebox? And welcome to the chat, by the way. I think he means like it's just green screen, green screen, green screen. Oh, like there's no actual yeah. sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's um, you know just a Marvel film, really. Yeah, yeah. and and a, and and if obviously, <laughs> like, how can you depict the multiverse with practical effects, right? Like, it's not; it doesn't exist in reality, right? Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't exist on Earth. Certainly. I think it was it was. <clears throat> That Doctor Strange movie at least is one of at least the top three Marvel movies with two lead characters or two lead actors whose names are Benedict. Um, I can give it that. Um, That's true. Outside of that, I can't really give it much. (laughs) That's true. Um, I, I I wasn't a big fan of it. We all, well, are you excited for this one? I am. Okay. Okay. There's another reason why I'm excited for it because apparently. They go to a multiverse that's animated in it. Um, I think Raimi set, let that slip. Um, so Interesting. Okay. See, I'm learning too much. I'm getting Roger Rabbit <laughs> vibes from it. So. Well, we did also get a few Discord questions. Um, so let's, let's jump go into those. So Manny, do bad stories make y'all like characters less? Mind if I answer this first? Yeah, please. I was able to read uh, Shadowland, and I still like Daredevil, so I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. Why do you have to always shit on Shadowland? Let's do a book club on Shadowland. Just me and you, Dude, Sean. We could we do that. Well, it's your thing. funeral. I mean, you can tell me why you like it. We can do like a dis- – maybe I'll like it now. Who knows? I, I never said I liked Shadowland. I said Andy Diggle's run was not shit. And Shadowland is better than people say it was. That's all I said. I think a, a different way to word this question would be, do y'all, do bad stories make y'all like writers less? Because that's what it did for Shadowlands and Andy Diggle for me. Okay. I want to point out, entirely. first of all, that every question that was submitted to the, to the Discord are people that are in the chat right now. That's super cool. Thank you, guys. Uh, second of all, my answer is... Um, I have absolutely cooled on characters who I felt were not being treated well. Um, Mm. And I've had that same experience as a wrestling fan. You know, it just, it just happens. Unfortunately, it's not the fault of the character. Obviously they have no autonomy. Mm. Um, But yes, there have been characters uh, like, for example, I have a deep love for Jean Grey, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no <laughs> shit, right? But um, you know, since she came back, and even going as far back as when they resurrect, they they brought her her um, you know, her teenage self into the modern era. I just feel like they have done nothing interesting with her, and so I'm not as absorbed with the character as I was when she was dead. And I hate that fact. I hate the fact that. Marvel made her a more interesting character dead than what they have done with her alive. Um, I feel the same way about the century. That first run, that's one of the coolest things I've ever, ever seen in comics. Ever since he came back, trash. Um, oh, I can so go on there, and on. There's, there's good recent century uh, reading that I can point you to. And I don't even know about it because I stopped checking for the century. There was a Kim Jacinto drawn century. I think it was Jeff Lemire on century. I could be wrong about Ooh. that. 
Um, it was like a five issue mini. You are right. I think it you're was right. very uh, Miracle Man. Hmm. Nice. Was, okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then they did something with Century's corpse in the most recent Thunderbolts King and Black run. That was fun. Hmm. All right. So yeah, so, for me the answer is yes. Um, for me, I think it depends on when I was reading, because I thought about the question and like earlier in my, I guess reading career, right? I would have been I, I would have been cooled on characters because I'm assuming that they're these monoliths, of, you know, this is the characterization that I'm gonna get here. I'm probably gonna get it down the line, and so there's that distinction between the the creators on the book. I don't think was there for me quite yet. Now it's definitely creator based, and you know it's it's more so about how confident am I in how a story is going to be told using the the characters themselves, um, and even if it's a bad story, right? A bad story from a good writer. I'm I'm going to attribute it now to that writer uh, and not the character. I'm I'm always going to give you know I don't know, the next Swamp Thing and Aquaman a shot, right? Because I, I I don't care for me. It's going to be the whether or not they can say something with them. Marco, I gotta say, I love that the first two characters that come to mind are Swamp Thing and Aquaman. Yeah, why? Like, no, I, I, I agree with you. That's good, but like, it's it's not something I I'd ever hear come out of someone's mouth, but <laughs> it's good. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll always read the next Batman. I'll always read the next Daredevil. I don't give a shit about those characters. See, th- those are characters that disinterest me. I don't... Interesting. Just, there's nothing there you're, for me. You like you like the uh, nature versus humanity sort of thing. All right, let's not get into that. I just thought it was funny. How about you, Kill? I w- <clears throat> I've been racking my brain. I know that I have characters that I've fallen out with because of bad stories, but I could not figure it out. And then I remembered uh, Leviathan. Ooh. Brian Michael Bendis is Leviathan, <laughs> oh. and I am out on Green Arrow, man. I cannot <laughs> like I uh, Bendis for me. I he is writing everything I uh, is or was writing every just about every DC character I was super into. You get your Young Justice, your Legion of Superheroes, your Green Arrow question, even Batman, and I just I hate it. I just he doesn't have it anymore and he makes every character he writes annoying as shit and uh I just it uh makes them completely unlikable for me dude that speaking of harsh rough that turned me off on Bendis it turned me off on uh JRJR it turned me off on uh yeah geez uh green arrow question like it was like oh that was just bad <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh not not great not great uh thank you for the question man appreciate it uh so then uh matt says how does everyone feel about one shots in 2022 huh don't like it hmm. um i if i'm gonna get something i want it to be like a mini um the one shot i think can work it functionally right it's gonna work i don't know that i find enjoyment in it necessarily i'm thinking of um the one-off story that we read with um wolverine um in the which i'm call it in the the planet was it no not planet hulk 
Oh God. Uh, what is the, what is that book? <laughs> like the issue I'm having is I can't even remember any one shots recently. <laughs> we we read it for the show. Um, it was a Wolverine one shot. Yeah. Oh, that internet. Oh, yep. All right. So I guess I'll, I'll talk then. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know of any one shots. I feel like we're we're really focusing on the uh, anthology one shot in comics nowadays with like all the DC mm. special books, like the Valentine's Day and the Halloween yeah. ones. And then Marvel does like those like timeless ones um, that they just did with the Kang where it's more of like a sampler for what they're doing in the main books. Right. Um, I don't know of any actual one shots. Maybe um, what's that X-Men series that was uh, all one shots? Giant size. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know of any actual one shots. Maybe you guys can remember some for me, at least in within the last year or so. So it was the old man Logan one. Oh, oh right. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. And and I enjoyed that. I remember sitting there and being like, "This was fun," and then I didn't get something afterwards, and then that immense disappointed me immensely because uh, I wanted to keep exploring that. They did follow up. It was just a different, like it was another one shot, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. And it was a different character. And it was right. Yeah. right. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the same thing that we got there in that contained story. Mm. Like I, w- I would have taken that to be like four issues. Cool, three issues. Give that to me. That's it. If I'm gonna get a one shot, and maybe this is a format thing, but give me like a, I don't know, an oversized issue or a graphic novel at that point, like an annual. Mm. Yeah, annual is actually a good example of like what you get in a typical one shot. Even now, I feel like annuals are are the the usage of an annual is like here's the finale to this arc that's going on, or not even. It feels like it the annual, annual just there. Anymore. Yeah, I stopped buying annuals. I used to buy annuals like religiously, um, and now I don't buy them because I feel like they're irrelevant. Um, I I don't know. Like, there's a lot more one shots I feel now than there were when I started reading comics. Um, which is cool because sometimes, like Tyler said, it can be a sampler. Um, Especially if it is an anthology, a lot of times it'll be like, you know, oh, Marvel Incoming or Marvel 1000 or whatever, which can be cool. But um, for the most part, what that tells me is that this is not worth my investment. You are saying, hey, company is saying, hey, I don't know that this is going to sell that well. Uh, so we're going to put this out and see if you want it. And if you do, we'll do more. If you don't, we won't. Uh, and, and I also know that this is not going to contain the big idea, you know, mm-hmm. unless it's like, like, for example, let's say, uh, what's the next event? Um, uh, judgment invasion. Oh. Let's say it's a judgment day one shot and it's like a prequel to it or whatever, or like a previously on build up type of thing. I'll buy that. Because maybe I missed some stuff. I need to catch up. Or this is going to be where the inciting incident happens. Stuff like that, yes. But if it's just like Shuri, one shot, no. I'm not doing that. Kieran Gillen did a whole bunch of uh, Eternals one shots last year. <clears throat> Those were actually really good. There was a Dustin Weaver drawn one that was... Oh, I was really tight. Yeah. I, I feel like in the hands of the wrong creators... One shots can feel, especially at the big two, one shots can feel very generic. Yeah, and that's that's a huge problem. That 
that's a, a real turnoff. To Matt's point, uh, in his initial question, he did also bring up other publishers, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can't really, I, I can't really speak to that because I don't like if I'm not, I'm not really that inclined to buy one shots from Marvel and DC, and it's really case by case. So I'm really not inclined to buy them from other publishers. Like I bought the Spawn's Universe one shot because it was, you know, a major deal. But other than that, I'm not really gonna, I'm not really checking for one shots like that. Uh, the creator of Chainsaw Man last year hmm. put out a story called uh, Look Back, which was just a, 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 a one shot story of, um, sort of the artistic process and how uh, making manga and comic books are, are very lonely. Um, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, so I think for me, if I have a one shot, especially from a creative team that I like, I'll go for it, but I would definitely, I would definitely prefer a completed story. Hmm. And not only that, I feel like one shots and annuals are priced higher. Right, they are. They're priced higher, and I and usually they're not the creative team that is on the main mm-hmm. book. So I feel like they're more targeted towards like the person walking into a comic book shop for the first time, and it's just big number one, you know. So they can kind of just sell them on like this, like oh, there's some bang for your buck. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, the last an- annual that I read is like the Batman one, which was like the conclusion of the Ghostmaker backups. Um, that was good. But yeah, I don't... It's not really used as well lately. Yeah. When they can do a point point five B-E-Y Spider-Man issue, you know, like... <laughs> I hate those I guess so those much. are one-shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had one last one. Thank yes. you, Matt. Appreciate it. So uh, Kefa said, I've always been a big fan of Elseworld stories, um, and lately this seems to be a bit more of a trend. Do these stories work better if you have a long history with comics or not? Hmm. I don't think it has to be a long history. No. I think it helps to have some basis, even if it's just like, you know, the character's origin, so that you have some idea of who this person is. But other than that, I don't think you need a long one because I think a good Elseworld story will ground what it's doing in its own reality. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Would you guys consider like, let's say the Ultimates universe Elseworlds? No. No. I think I would. See, I would. It- um, And in my, like, <clears throat> that's how I started reading comics. The first <clears throat> comics that I like, when I act, when I became an active reader, was Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, New Avengers. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Ultimate Spider-Man was super different, X-Men super different than what I knew. But I had a baseline knowledge from the shows that helped me to kind of like at least understand the very basics. And then I had to submit to not knowing anything else. Yeah. Um and that was okay because it was like, well, they're teaching me what's happening here, right? Yeah. Um, I do think, though, I will say that the further the premise is away from the original idea, 
the harder it is to get into. So for me, even as a, as a veteran now of reading comics, something like Dark, Dark Knights of Steel is like, ah, like this is so much, you know, like this is so much. And like, I'm not saying it's not good or anything, but like the first issue had so much legwork to do. And I was like, all right, this is fine. But like, I have too many questions and I know they're not going to get answered. And I've been around the block too many times. So that's that's how I felt about um, Earth X. That book felt like it was doing a lot of work. Trying to show you and do something new, but also trying to pepper in the characters that we were familiar with all at the same time. Right. Like for me, Ultimate isn't an else world because maybe it started off as that, but because it was built at its own line of comics, it kind of supersedes else worlds to me. Else worlds I think of as like one and done storylines inside a thing. And I think DC does else worlds much better. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Dark Ages is like the first recent Marvel else worlds thing that I can even think of. Maybe like the Old Man Logan stuff. But is what if Elseworlds? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's its own thing as well. I mean, Elseworlds exactly. typically is a DC name. If you're going like Elseworlds, that's I think a copyright of DC. But but Kefis is saying Kefis is saying he he said publisher yeah. regardless, right? Yeah. So yeah, I um, think it would be. Mm-hmm. But honestly, personally, I think DC does them better because I think like especially the big two, Batman and Superman, <clears> they are you inherently understand their origin and you don't really need to spend time in that. I have a, um, a single, it's a one shot issue of uh metropolis and it's, it's, it's a mixture of Superman's metropolis and the movie metropolis by Fritz Lang. It's like an elseworlds book. It's Yo, very what? interesting. Yeah. I did not know it existed. Um, and I bought it on eBay. It's, it's awesome art. Um, metropolis what is this called? Is like, it's called Metropolis Elseworlds or something like that. I had no idea it existed, but like I like that kind of stuff. Um, I'm thinking like Kingdom Come. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's another like good Elseworlds thing. I think in my head they're not built up universes as much as they are contained stories. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe what if like the most recent what if the Zdarsky Spider-Man what if that feels like an Elseworlds to me, and I think that was kind of billed as as something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Gotham by Gaslight. It's another kind of Elseworlds thing. Like, um, I wish they would do it more. They kind of are doing it more lately because Tom Taylor writes comics. So um, <laughs> they got the guy like, for that. He's like the I king guess, of that. I guess my my problem with your your definition is is just that you know the we have two canon universes right in marvel you've got the 616 and then whatever it is dc calls theirs but you know in the case of ultimates like very different things happen but, and, but that... you know our our line our line of canon is 616 and uh, earth zero or whatever the fuck um so you know ultimates though built up is slightly to the left of that you know, so it's not our thing. And how is that different than like deceased having three fucking versions, like two sequels? You know, like that's a whole thing now that's been going mm-hmm. on for years and justice for years. Go ahead, Marco. But to because to Tyler's point though, right? Like, what happens then when 
the universe's crossover? How do we categorize that? Is that Elseworlds? Marketing. Or, no, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> I think the marketing is what is what's doing it for me. Like, but but when in my we brain, it, it differentiates the two. I mean, I mean, but what about you know Marvel Zombies and when it crosses over? Well, yeah, at that, at that point, like, what is, are you considering that part of the canon? Because technically it's part of the canon now, right? So is if that it comes now? into the canon, then sure. But right. you so know, it crosses that, that barrier doesn't, between main yeah. universe. I think, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's the difference between an alternate universe story and an alternate universe opening in the canon and coming into our universe. And also Ultimates and 616 didn't, have an official crossover for many many years they were separate yeah. for a long time um and and also dc has crossed their elseworlds over with main continuity stuff mm-hmm. constantly that's how we got those different earths yeah. so i don't feel like there's really any difference at all other than how you personally feel about it but if we're saying that something other than what happens in mainline continuity is elseworlds then I think you have to include Ultimates and Marvel Zombies and all that jazz. And then maybe you could say that the stories that take place with those characters com- colliding with 616 is canon to 616, but it doesn't, it doesn't make Marvel Zombies stories that took place outside of 616 canon to 616, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't de-Elseworlds them, in my mind. Sultan of Spring sure. said something that's breaking my brain when it comes to this. Uh, is bat is Batman and Catwoman an Elseworlds story? Like, oh shit, is it? <laughs> is Black Label Elseworlds? Like, yeah, sometimes. Sure. I want to say I don't want to think about this anymore because it hurts my brain. <laughs> <laughs> also, because your definition is bad. Uh, well, you're assuming I put actual thought into my definition, and I didn't just mm. uh, improv it in the spot. And I'm also questioning my definition in my head. So, oh. Kefis, you win the no prize for uh, <laughs> breaking our, all of our collective brains and uh, <laughs> causing the longest discussion of the show so far. So thank you for that. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's dive into comicsology. Let's get into the news. Let's Oof. talk comicsology. So, <laughs> as you guys all know, comicsology done goofed. Well, Amazon done goofed, and they ruined what was a tremendous service for people who enjoy reading their comics digitally. Um, And the entire internet turned on them, including one Patton Oswalt, who is now the emerged hero of the entire industry, whose voice is more powerful than anyone's, even ours. Um, To the point where Comixology has finally put out a statement in response to all of the yelling. Um, This response actually came just two days ago. So that means that that response came on Thursday, which is pretty late in the game. But they did speak to the issue. They put out a tweet um, that included a a video guide to explain (laughs) how to engage with certain features that people were saying that they didn't know how to use anymore or whatever. Um, I believe this was an 11 or a 10, uh, a 10 tweet thread that they did. Um, and so they said, 
We want to take a moment to address the transition to our new app and comics web store experience. We know this process has been far from seamless and we've heard your feedback. We understand how important improving the web reader experience is and we are working as fast as possible to implement those improvements. This is our top priority right now. We've already rolled out an update to Fire OS app and we're working on a bug fix for books that aren't loading in HD. We're making a number of other up updates, prioritizing fast incremental improvements to ease the hardest pain points. Soon we'll be rolling out updates to our new releases filter and the new releases page across the app and web so that the filters work correctly. In the meantime, we'll keep the more new releases category up to date with all the new releases for the week. While we work on these and other refinements, we wanted to highlight some things we've heard customers couldn't find, but which are still available in the new comicsology experience, essentially saying, and this is me talking, essentially saying it's your fault that you don't know what's going on now, even though a, this whole thing's a mess. I'm a dumb Cheeto eating comics reader, Sean. I don't, you know? Yeah. Are eating Cheetos uh, while you're eating comics? Ugh. Mm -hmm. Well, moving, comics, you know, with my moving, moving to the new code base and away from our dedicated web experience was a tough call, but it's an important step towards our long-term goals to share our love of comics, manga, and graphic novels, and to reach more lifelong fans. We hear your feedback, and we recognize that there's a lot to be done. We appreciate your patience and support while we do everything we can to bring you the experience we envision more to come. What What upset me was the video on how to use the guided view because this is the only feature that they still have that they can be like cool this is cool right guys like this guided view that's pretty fucking dope right um desktop, though, everything else is I, everything else is fluff this there's just so much like it, it's so broken at this point the new releases they didn't update on like Tuesday, so I had to sort of wait later in the day to buy stuff. I still don't know how to get my shit. Um, it brings you out of the experience every time you want to buy a book. Yeah. It, there's so much uh, that they haven't actually addressed in this thread that it feels empty. Also, like, like just PR 101, like put this out Friday night at like 4.45 p.m., <laughs> like... <laughs> Put us on Thursday so you get Friday heat all day. Yep. Like, you know, it's not a good announcement. Like, <laughs> so Rich Johnston, who of course is the 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 guy at editor or at Bleeding Cool, he's the founder. Um, he put up an article summarizing what they had said, and he added this little nasty factoid. I have spoken to a number of comic book publishers who have told me that their digital sales have dropped by anywhere from 20 to 70% oh. as a result of the change. Jesus. That sucks. That's brutal. I would I would bet the 20% is Marvel because they have a reasonably decent app. Even Infinite. Big two yeah. stuff for sure. Because yeah. you can't. Oh, that and then the fact that you can't get indie books the way you used to anymore. Yep. That, that sucks for me because a lot of the shit that I buy is indie. And uh, it just doesn't exist. Dude, Marvel threw shade last week. Yeah. They were like, hey, our app works great. Eyes on the Twitter, you know, the, the, the Twitter emoji thing. I'm, I, I was, uh, I'm probably going to get Marvel Unlimited Plus, honestly. I think, yeah, I think I might also, too. Also, they have a $100 one for the year that comes with physical goods with it. It comes Ooh. with like a Peach Momoko X-Men Polaris oh. cover and an X-Men Legends kitty pride action figure with lockheed 
Nice. That's do it live on the show, boys. To me. That's speaking. For hundred dollars, that's not bad. Yeah, and he gets you the whole unlimited experience too. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a nightmare. You know, they really they really screwed up, and even this response just doesn't feel like enough. It doesn't acknowledge enough of the problems. It doesn't speak to what's going to happen for people outside of the U.S. Um, it just it just leaves us in the cold in a lot of ways. And this is a lifeline for people. You know, I mentioned earlier how comics can be a thing that people turn to in times of crisis uh, to, you know, heal or to escape from problems. And you're basically saying, hey, screw you guys. You know, we have a vision that we want to enforce on you. Well, what if we just really liked what was going on before? You can't you can't take away the gourmet meal that I was eating give me shit and say, Hey, don't worry. We're going to bring out Brussels sprouts later. We really think you're going to like the presentation. Just eat this for now. Promise. First of all, don't knock Brussels sprouts. That shit's fucking delicious. No, <laughs> real good. Come yeah, on. A little good. Parmesan yeah, on it. Put that in the oven. Bake it. With See, no, you like cheese. No, no, it's, it's light. It's most of the Brussels sprout. Trust me. Like mm-hmm. there's a good, yeah. You cook it on the stock. All right. Oh, real good. Um, I think Jeez. of it as like, like you're telling your friends like, yo, I got this real good cookie recipe that, Next time, you know, when you come over for the party, I'm going to bake it. It's going to be great. And then you take it out three minutes into cooking. It's like, <laughs> oh, these maybe could have been good if you worked on it a little longer. See, <laughs> the, thing, though, the thing, with, thing with that is people like cookie dough. You don't like half-cooked cookie dough. Trust me. Sure, I I've do. tried it. It's Are you disgusting. kidding me? <laughs> There's when a middle it, ground when... there that does not work. One of the other things that I think is not being addressed in the thread, and probably because great yep (laughs) apparently it's not being addressed here either yeah (laughs) and there uh dude you're good you're good you're good you good am i yeah yeah um but there's stuff that just isn't and won't be addressed because of the new system right the the countries for example that's never coming back and and commissary doesn't want to say that because they know that Amazon doesn't offer services outside of certain regions. Oh yeah, and so that why why put out a tweet? Because you're just gonna get flamed about that. So you can't talk about that. You can't talk about fixing some of the experiences because it's native to the Amazon platform, mm-hmm. and that's another thing that they're not gonna address because it's it's just a non-fixable. Yeah, there's no. They didn't address the uh, the what is it? The indie creator submit comicsology submit. Well, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, they didn't even address... They addressed DRM comics, but it's like, oh, you can get the ones you previously bought. Uh, it's just cool. deep within settings somewhere. Yeah. Um, but good luck getting DRM-free comics elsewhere. I think it's funny. I think uh, Mark Wade's previous Thrillbent uh, comics reader, it was like right before... Right, right when Comicsology was around. Um, I think he was publishing stuff on there. Like, was it hmm. Infamous or Irredeemable? I think he did. Um him and like a, a guy we was working with like made a digital comics platform and then the guy he was working with whose name I'm I'm forgetting right now he's like yeah I'm going to see what I can do about getting thrill bent back um mm. so like there's there's a vacuum now that I think somebody's going to fill mhm hope so uh we did get a couple of listener comments on this subject so if you want to read those too people are confused yes yeah so uh chillmonger said uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to read my marvel comics that I redeemed so uh good luck with that but speaking of chillmonger <laughs> uh we 
actually did a collaboration video that you guys should go check out on his channel, uh, just Chillmonger on YouTube. Uh, really cool guy. We discussed the Marvel Voices Legacy issue, which was the anthology book that Marvel put out for Black History Month. We discussed, you know, we, the Comics Pals, did a review, and I kind of said how I thought it was, you know, a disservice, and it just didn't do enough. And so we made a video discussing what we thought Marvel could do better in 2023 to make it a better experience and actually a, uh, a celebration of their black characters. So go check that out. It was a pretty cool video. Give them a subscribe to while you're at it. You guys didn't talk about Night Thrasher, though. I was kind of disappointed. There, there wasn't uh, any uh, Night Well, you should have been there, dude. You're the resident Night Thrasher yeah, stan. I guess, I guess. Yeah. Skateboarding vigilante, man. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got another one. Uh, yeah, so the other one was from Lars Leonhard. First of all, is this guy a, a Final Fantasy character? Like, that's a great name, first of all. That's, that's good. Uh, I bought a ton of Comicsology comics, and I'm not so keen on the changes. I have to wait and see approach, though. But a part of me is a part of me regrets getting them in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't fault you yeah. for getting them that way originally. The, you know, unless you just started Comicsology, you know, a month ago when the the changes were in the in the pipeline coming. But like. He didn't really have an option before this, you know? He but still even, don't really have an option. But even then, the experience was better, was which good. somehow is worse now. I feel like I got baited. I I, I bought in on uh, Scott Tober. Jeez. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine how many people got in like that? Can you imagine how pissed off Scott Snyder is? That's what I was going to say. Has, he, has, he still hasn't said anything about it, has he? Not to mm-hmm. my he's knowledge, been, uh, he's been uh, pitching his uh, dark horse collections of that stuff. I think, uh, right? Yeah, on his Twitter. Yeah, yep. We have mm-hmm. demons is coming to so, physical. So he's he's pitching sure. the uh, print version of those comicsology books. Oh, so I bet. I think that's almost <laughs> oh, I a bet. bit of a uh, bit of undershade there. And, and and last thing, we do have to move on. But like you know, I'm not saying this to say, haha, people who don't buy physical, but. This is the this is the true benefit, like the legitimate benefit mm. of buying physical is that this can never happen to you. Um, and it sucks that anytime you buy literally anything digital, you have to consider whether or not this shit will occur. I have purchased music through iTunes that like they don't even allow you to listen to anymore. Songs that are just not available, like certain songs that just randomly get taken off of uh, the platform. If you use Apple Music, it changes like the wind. It's super annoying. Uh, Nintendo fans are experiencing this right now. They just closed the down time. the 3DS and Wii U eShops. Yep. Um, so there's digital exclusive stuff to the 3DS that you can only buy in the eShop that is just gone now. Yep. Like if you didn't download it, you cannot get it anywhere. Ever. Yeah. Legally. And I the, think the uh, physical cartridges for 3DS games are physically falling apart now, too. So, because um, of what the, the materials they were made with. To, yeah, to yeah, echo Sean's um, last positive point, um, Comixology does offer guided view, and you should go check out the video <laughs> on how to use it. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Speaking of positives, let's talk about Valiant. That's something we haven't done on the show in about a year, uh, maybe longer. Uh, so, Valiant has made an announcement that uh, they are putting out a few new series. Um, They've got Book of Shadows, which is coming from something called the Dead Side War. I don't know about any of that. You know Um, about the Dead Side War? (laughs) No, I know about the Dark Side War. But the Dead Side War, Uh, eh, I'm a little shaky. Um, 
But so what's cool about these announcements is that, first of all, these are characters who, you know, I'm not exposed to. And I've been looking for my way in on um, on Valiant for a while. And so here's what is bringing me to the table, back to the table. The book we're talking about, Book of Shadows, is going to be written by Cullen Bunn. Hey, and it has Ricardo Latina doing the art. They say in the announcement oh, yeah. that, they, that that's a rising star. Okay, Matt's great. A big Matt, Matt always talks about Latinas. So I think, I think he's a big <laughs> fan of that artist. Matt, do you have any uh, knowledge I here? Know <laughs> I think you ran away after that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've also got a bloodshot announcement. Um, did anybody ever end up watching that movie, by the way? Uh, I don't even think Vin Diesel watched it. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but there's a new Bloodshot book coming, and on the cover they put um, "For Mature Readers Only," which I figured out from the blood and like pieces of I don't know what flying all over the screen uh, and the endless uh, they- bullets in, on the cover there. But uh, it's by uh, Dennis Camp and uh, John Davis Hunt, so Ooh. that's cool. But here's the Here's the big one, right? Exo Man of War Unconquered, Becky Cloonan, Michael Conrad, and Liam Sharp. That's a squad. Mm. Those are some like DC gets. Those, those people are actively working DC projects too. So yeah. Yeah. Liam Sharp. I haven't seen I personally haven't seen Liam Sharp doing anything other than DC in a long time. So mm. this is super exciting. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever have. This is enough to get me on board. And then I thought, does Kamisaji even have Valiant anymore? <laughs> I like how any kind of announcement now, you have to put it through the lens of, can I get it digitally? Right. <laughs> can I buy this? <laughs> how hard will it be to find this? Will I, I wonder how, how hard Valiant's been hit by something like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is this so? Marco said he he's in he's in on it. Is this enough for either of you guys to want to pick up one of these books? For me, um, I could never really. Exo Manamore has been pretty impenetrable for me. Mm. Um, I have enjoyed a couple of Bloodshot issues. There was a there was a Bloodshot issue that we did on the Long Box that was a black issue. Um, I think in the story, what does that Bloodshot. Mean? <laughs> uh, in the story, not uh, a black, not blacked issue. Uh, that's a different thing. <laughs> whole different thing um uh no uh, he gets blinded in the book and the whole issue is just black pages and the story is told through uh word balloons really yo and sound effects um it's a it's a blind issue really it was really interesting uh but but for me like my two favorite properties at um valiant are archer and armstrong and uh uh what i almost said uh, booster gold and blue beetle um quantum and woody is the other one um which I think are both getting newer creative teams, but that's more that's coming more recently. Um, I'll check this out. It would be a good thing to do a Valiant book on the the Palace Pulls. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Am I excited? Um, no. Will I read them? Probably. Well, we have to wait all the way until July for Book of Shadows, and then September for Bloodshot, and uh, November for Exo Man of War. So a long time. Oof to wait which kind of sucks these announcements feel way way too soon you can't really drum up excitement this early out um but i mean not after that liam sharp book he needs the time 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And not um, you, uh, non-US readers won't be able to even like pre-order this. They have to write like a sticky note because um, they can't pre-order it for Comixology. <laughs> like that has been. Oh, that's another thing they didn't even talk about. Fuck. That sucks. I, I I don't have much more to say about this other than you know I'm excited. It's another universe that I've never really checked out. I've been looking for my way into Valiant. Um, so maybe this will be it. Hopefully we'll, we, well, we have pals pulls now, so we just have to decide we want to read them and then it's done. We can just drop a spawn book instead and then pick up a valiant book. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. When you look at the numbers, I do, I do, have, I do have if, to the va- if the valiant heads came out the way the spawn people did, we'd be reading valiant books. That's yeah. true. That's true. I gotta say, I do not. Can they just please redesign Exo Man of War's costume? I think it is one of the worst costumes in comics. It just looks like naked Gray Fox from Metal Gear. Like, it just... I don't like it. It's too muscly. It's like a angry Mr. Goodbody. I don't know. I gotta see it in motion. I think this image looks pretty cool. But, you know. Uh, speaking of cool, let's talk about Comics Pro. So Comics Pro is an annual uh, event for publishers and retailers that, you know, everyone shows up for. This is where you got a lot of big announcements from. Generally speaking, all the big publishers turn up. Um, this year, like the last couple, it's been a virtual event. Um, and, you know, this is where we get a lot of announcements. We're not going to do a full examination now because uh tyler you're muted oh no i didn't say anything i was i was just mouthing something oh <laughs> yeah i was i was um, putting myself out there without just without uh interrupting you but i i see that's your new tactic yeah so i'm trying something out yeah okay all right um well what were you mouthing because i can see i, it. I just it's said that's a lot distracting. that's a lot okay. so yeah i'll try it in my head um, next time <laughs> Uh, we're not going to do a full announcement or a full breakdown because the event's not even over yet. Uh, it does take place from Friday to Saturday, all throughout Saturday. And so uh, I don't even think the Marvel announcements have really hit yet. But um, mm. all the major publishers were there except for Image, which is weird. Um, Skybound had some mm. presence, but Image as a, as a brand was not present. I wonder if that has anything at all to do with the um, the drama surrounding the uh, the union. Oh. Because we haven't talked about it in a while, but that's not uh, not going great. Um, there's been there's been some some problems there. So I just wonder if they were trying to avoid any any backlash with that. Um, but everybody else is there. Uh, and boom. The president of Boom, uh, Philippe Sablik, he made the uh, he made a, a big speech at the event. Um, he wasn't I don't believe he was the keynote speaker, but he did give a, 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 a speech that, um, you know, was really good. And I encourage you to check it out if you want. They did put the conference up on YouTube. The key points, though, um, were really great for Boom. And I wanted to highlight this because, you know, we don't do a lot of Boom coverage on this show, uh, but Boom is boom is booming. Boom's booming. And this announcement might blow your socks off. Something is killing the children. 
which we know is a big book, has sold 2 million copies in two years. 2 million. Something okay. is killing the records there. <laughs> Ooh, something is breaking the records, and it's uh, James Tinian. I mean, this is incredible. So comparatively, right, like ha- what, what book has Marvel put out that has sold 2 million copies? You know, have they sold 2 million X-Men's in two years? You know, I don't know. I'm not saying they haven't, but. You mean their Marvel 1000 didn't? <laughs> Put out that those kind of numbers that was so foolish oh man um i did a, I did a review of every story in that and that was a fucking bad idea <laughs> <laughs> um so that's a that's a huge uh that's a huge boon for them berserker has sold almost a million copies oh, so close which is weird because i thought that when they i thought that it had eclipsed that before it even came out um but okay and so it just stopped <laughs> just yeah. plateaued yep um i guess that it was really like that first issue was a yeah. big deal um boom is is hiring 33 percent more staff which is amazing um it's cool to see them directly connect the the increased sales to uh new hires that's yeah. that's fantastic i feel like we don't always hear that um but I guess other companies are probably just hiring all the time and we're not paying attention. Um, and on top of that, they're bringing on some major creators for their next wave of books. So they announced um, a new book by Stephanie Phillips and Flaviano called Grim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have details on what these books are about, but they did put out covers. You can, you know, gleam from Flaviano them what you will. too. Yeah, yeah um uh they announced something called fence rise by cs pacat i don't know who that is and johanna the mad um oh fence oh it's you a, know about that it's, it's a, a web comic isn't it it's a popular a... fencing romance comic so right down marco's alley isn't it funny how every single time Marco's about to say something relevant, he gets <laughs> caught by his internet? Um, we're also getting uh, Hollow from one of the co-creators behind Hello. Lumberjanes. <laughs> wow. Um, Shannon Waters, Brandon Boyer-White, and Bernice Neal. That's cool. But they also have books coming from Max and Tomlin, who is the screenwriter for the Batman, which is so weird because Matson's writing or wrote the imposter, Batman, the imposter for DC. I can't believe that they didn't lock him up. It's good too. They may be waiting to see how uh, the film does. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, They also have Libra Mayo, Libra Mayo, whatever. That's a big get. That's one of the best artists out. Um, And Charlie Adlard. Oh, also a big get. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen Adler in forever. So all those creators are making their next books over at Boom. That's major. And those those last two you mentioned, Adler and Bermejo, uh, it does not seem like a typical Boom artist. Like the, the new book no. announcements yeah. they've had are very YA kind of, you know, field with, which is a good niche market that I think Boom is doing a real good job of curating too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bermejo and Adlard are much more mature 
artist, I feel, especially Bermejo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see a uh, co-creator with Lumberjanes and Lee Bermejo on a book, but like, <laughs> although I wouldn't mind it, but yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what they come out with. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, we've talked about how successful Boom has been, and it's so cool to see that that success is parlaying into, you know, more and more success um, and more jobs for creators, more options for creators. Um, one of the things that um, the president of Boom said was, hey, you know, we haven't seen that dip in sales that we all thought we would at the start of the pandemic. We need to stop looking at this period as anything other than the new way forward and just embrace it and figure out how to maximize what we're doing right now that's working. And I thought that was a brilliant point. Mm. It's a shame uh, they were undercutted by uh, comiXology so quickly. <laughs> way to turn it back to uh, to that story. Yeah, I agree. The thing is, look, every new comic book announcement now has to go through that lens, which sucks. It's true. Well, and especially, especially through the eyes of the pandemic, because so many people turned to digital comics. Oh, you're right. That like, what the fuck are we going to do now? You're right. It's legit not even a decision. It's not a choice. It's a choice between yeah. reading comics or not at all for some people who just don't have stores. <clears throat> like like if this had happened pre-pandemic, whatever, comicsology probably would have just died. But now, you know, people are in this weird void of like, you know, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, it's a lifeline. Um, so before we move into the DC side of the announcements so far, uh, do you guys have any thoughts you want to share about where Boom is at right now? How does this? How do you feel about this stuff? Boom's booming, man. It's good stuff. <laughs> Boom is booming. Like the they, the the fact that this is you know a small publisher and it's having this kind of success. Um, well, I don't I don't know about small publisher. <laughs> well, I mean, in comparison, it's what probably the I guess yeah. fine, fair enough. I it's mean, like the third, the fifth at the moment. Maybe yeah, they're one of the big five. Sure. I mean, I know, I know you can just say big and then a random number and, you know, that's a thing, but like, <laughs> you know, there are what, six companies like, and, and for it to not be, um, Marvel and DC to, to have the kind of success that they're having, mm. um, it's a good thing for the industry. It, it means that people are stepping outside of the, their typical comfort zone and picking up mm -hmm. more stuff mm -hmm. that isn't, you know, the big two. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, as I said, there is a DC side to this and, uh, this is where things get a little odd. <laughs> so DC announced DC mech. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Evangelion shit. Which is literally what it sounds like. Remember that time where Marvel put all the X-Men in a Power Rangers Megazord. Remember that time where the Justice League were in a Megazord? Remember that time where the DC characters were dinosaurs? Well, now they're just mechs. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Sean, who's the creative team on this? Do we, did they announce that? I don't have it in the... It's... um, Yeah, it's here. It's... uh, Porter? Who's Porter? Porter. Kenny Howard. Porter. 
Oh, Kenny Porter. Okay, uh, so is. Kenny Porter, who did Flash, Fast <laughs> Man Alive, and Fearless, and then Baldemar R- Rivas, who did Robins and Batman: Urban Legends. This will be out July twenty sixth. Um, I don't know. I I don't I like gimmicks. It. I don't like gimmicks. This is an Elseworlds huh. story, though. We we just talked about it. This is just another Elseworlds thing. I, I feel like it. I feel like this falls in the Elseworlds category. Yeah, I'm with you uh, there. Uh, I Marvel's just don't like doing it. something identical. They're doing like this Marvel Tech Zero mech thing where it's like yeah. the villains are kaiju and the heroes oh, are yeah, sure is. Um, You can always tell an cool. Elseworlds story is coming because the, the synopsis always, always, especially from DC, starts with at the end of World War II. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, this isn't for me, but for anybody who it is for, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, you can, you can hear a review on it on Palace Polls in July. You can. Um, they <laughs> they also announced uh, Aquaman and the Flash Void Song uh, by Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, uh, Vasco Georgiev, and Rain Barreto. Um, this is a, an Aquaman and Flash team up book. Um, don't think that I, I think this is probably also an Elseworlds book. They've been doing stuff with Aquaman recently. There's um deep uh, deep impact, I think, is the or, or deep earth or something. There's some kind of weird Green Arrow crossover book where he's yeah, teaming up with Aquaman Green and Green Arrow, um, which I actually hear pretty decent. Uh, but I guess they've been doing this lately, teaming up Aquaman with another major hero to maybe give Aquaman more of a rub, or maybe yeah. it's the reverse at this point. I don't know. Maybe it's to give the Flash the rub, um, for you know in the comic book space, but. It's fine. I don't know if I'll read it, but it's fine. They announced uh, something called Diana and Nubia Princesses of the Amazons. So this is, yeah, this is cool. Um, This is by a couple of New York Times bestsellers. I'm assuming that they write YA books. Um, This is a middle grade story. So. Um, you know, you can pick this up for your kids, if you have a daughter, if you have a son, whatever. Um, or if you just want to read the adventures of Diana and Nubia, that's that's cool. This is coming out uh, in July, I believe. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, of course, the big announcement from DC is the new creative team behind Batman. We now know that Chip Zdarsky and George Jimenez are the official long-term creative team on Batman. They'll be starting uh, on July 5th with Batman 125. So bye-bye, Joshua Williamson. Hello, Chip. Um, This is great. This is a really, really strong team. Question. Did anyone for the year-end thing pick Chip Zdarsky as a breakout? Because this is, I feel like, that status. He's You're writing Batman. Out, That's an interesting, interesting uh, wrinkle. I don't I... remember who, if anyone picked. I don't think so. I don't think you can pick Zdarsky as a breakout. I think that's a stretch. That I... wasn't that. That wasn't. So the idea behind it is like, who's gonna have like the best, you know, like the biggest year, and it gets ramped up. The the bigger the creator is. So if you pick Chip Zdarsky, then he has to be writing like the main like for example batman doing an event something like that something huge 
And I'm not sure if I'd qualify this as that, but it, I would I would listen to the conversation. I'd, I'd hear the yeah, argument. Sure, I'd, I'd hear the debate. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's also writing the major Marvel event right now and continuing his Daredevil run. So like, uh... right. Um, but this is a major deal. It's I'm excited. For him. And Jorge Jimenez on that art, dude, that's enough yeah. to get me to pick up an ongoing Batman book. Like, are... that's huge. Have any of you picked up the um, the Zdarsky Batman book that's going on right now? I think it's with uh, Common Coley on art. No. Mm-mm. It's on my list. I have it on my to-read pile, but I haven't gotten to it yet. I trust Zdarsky 100% with anything at this point. Yeah. It's weird because um, I feel like as a, as far as writing is concerned, he kind of came out of nowhere. And I thought yeah. it was, I, I was like, eh, you know, I don't know how, how I feel about this. Like, does he really have chops? Turns out he's one of the best writers in the industry right now. Man, you sleeping on him. He was, he came up with Sex Criminals and then he started writing Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. But wasn't he yeah, the he's... artist on Sex Criminals? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was, yeah. He yeah. wrote at least an issue in it. I know he did like interim things but like how are the duck that honestly i'm like not even joking like how are the duck is where i was like oh this guy can do shit this shit's really good in terms of like emotional work there's that one issue of how are the duck where he uh he meets bev again um where it's like From oh, the shit. oh film. yeah yeah where it's like a real emotional beat and i'm like oh he he made me sad in a how are the duck book okay <laughs> um i he showed um i must have been in his newsletter he showed his um like original trade of it was either born again or batman year one i know it was a frank miller book but it was like the both sides of the spine were broken it was barely held together and it was like okay this dude like i I, i've always seen chip as sort of like you know he came from outside comics and he you know he's sort of he's doing really well but like his comics are probably just whatever uh but like no this dude knows what he's doing and it's coming from a deep place yeah um let's let's talk a little bit about what he's gonna be doing um he said uh when dc approached me to write batman i immediately thought about things that could really challenge the character mentally physically and in terms of his relationships fail safe is which is the name of the arc is his doomsday when i started mapping out the story i got really excited about where it could take the title um, he also talked about Jorge Jimenez and how he's a superstar artist, um, which is absolutely true. Um, he said, really, I'm just writing the Batman book. I want to read a dark book with wild action, huge stakes, and hopefully a lot of fun. My main Batman reader that I care about is my brother. He's followed the book for a long time. And I really just want to make him happy for once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Oh man, that's funny. And then the cover, super cool. And they have some uh, multiple covers and interiors that all look great. You know, Batman's been in a weird spot for a little while. Obviously, people really enjoyed. Well, I shouldn't say people really enjoyed. Some people really enjoyed the Tinian run, and it did sell. Uh, the Williamson run's been okay, um, but it does. It's not a run. It doesn't feel like a run. Um, this feels like the the start of something real for the first time since uh, King which was a long time ago now. So I'm excited. The thing that's got me excited is in, in this comicbook.com interview, he says uh, the past few years have had a lot of Batman on his own with so many Robins, et cetera, in his orbit. Um, but I wanted to really highlight the Batman and Ros- Robin aspect of the character as well, maintaining the darker feel we're going for. 
Tim Drake is a favorite of mine, and being able to highlight him oh, has been come a on. So Tim Guys, Drake is the Robin. No. This is a Kale Batman book. I, I will be picking this up. <laughs> yeah, this is it's a, a Batman Year One inspired Batman and Robin story with humanizing art. Ooh, man, come on! And you know what's so cool about that too is that I truly believe that Chip Zdarsky can handle and manage the Batman and Robin relationship in a way that we really haven't seen since Morrison, mm. which is with, well over 10 years ago. With Drake specifically? Um, I think he could do it effectively with any of the Robins he chose, mm. but I think Drake is interesting because of the fact that, you know, we really haven't seen Batman interacting with Drake in a mainline Bat book much. Since the ever. new 52, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is huge for that reason. Any fan of Tim Drake, like now's the time to get hyped. And I include yep. myself in that. Um, so yeah, tremendous announcement for a character with a major movie on the horizon. Of course, we are talking about the Batman. Uh, we are going to be ranking our favorite Batman movies in the main topic today. And we're going to be answering the question is the Batman going to be the greatest Batman movie ever? Uh, obviously, we have no clue, but uh, we're going to discuss, you know, is it going to be able to topple the Dark Knight? Is the Dark Knight even the best Batman movie? Tune into our main topic to find out the answer. Not with Batman and Robin in contention. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Some bat nipples, guys. I put a separate entry for bat nipples, specifically. Perfect. Yep. So we're going to rank the films and then rank the nipples. We're ranking the, by nipples, right, Sean? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how I said it. You, you guys can do whatever you want to do, but uh... I set it up by nipples. <laughs> Sean, bless you. Sean <laughs> said at the there. top that he was excited about this. I think he's going to leave very disappointed. <laughs> you might be right. Uh, Twitch fam, we will be right back. Five minutes or less. You guys know the deal. Thank you for waiting. Be right back. Uh, so as you can see on your screen, if you're not watching on YouTube or Twitch, I will we will make sure to describe what's going on. We basically have a tier list uh, sitting in front of us. And on it, we have every Batman movie that has been released. Um, not every animated Batman movie, but we did include Mask of the Phantasm. The logic there is partially just like, you know, was it released? In theaters, Mask of, Mask of the Phantasm feels like a movie movie. It just happens to be animated, whereas like I feel slightly differently about like Hush or some of those ones. Mm -hmm. um, that'd be a different... I think that would be a different... Uh, well, I think Phantasm thing. was theatrically released. It was. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that's okay. what I meant. Yeah, that, okay. uh, that's why it's here. Um, you do see Joker and Catwoman. Uh, I don't... We can, we're not actually going to rank can, those. Yeah, we can, um, we can move those there. That's more for just to fill them out. But we, but we are going to rank all of these films. So okay. let's let's kick it off right away, and we're going to go in chronological order. Uh, let's kick it off right away with Batman sixty six. Now, I'm out the gate. Okay, I'm out the gate. I feel like this is a, and I've seen this movie many times. So, you know, putting that out there, I would put this. In the C category, Whoa, I think this okay. is, 
I think this is a solid Batman movie. It's not what I'm looking for from Batman, but I think from that for that time, it's got a lot of characters. It's funny. It's engaging. It's solid. I enjoy it. I've not seen it. I know that it's campy. I know it's OG Batman, and I give it credit for being one of the. (laughs) (laughs) Newest Batman villain, Spectrum Internet. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's Marco uh, villain. (laughs) Bro, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, am I back? Marco, I'm just glad it's not me for once. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say B for this one. B for Batman. I'm going to say B for everything because B for Batman. Um, I think C is fair because that's right in the middle. Is that where, you, where your mind's going, Sean? Yeah. It's not It's not the best, but it's far from the worst. We're going to get to that. Um, I could be swayed towards B, but because only because there is an S tier. If we're going to use the S tier, then that's fine. This can be a B. I think well, I'm thinking B because it a I think first theatrically released Batman movie. There are some previous Batman movies that are, I think like, but I think it was TV. I'm not sure they were theatrically released. Um, mm. It's like super early Batman stuff, and they might even be foreign. I don't even know. I didn't add them to this list, but no, they're not foreign. I think I have one of them actually, the '40s one. Yeah, the '40s one. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a B for me for sure. Yeah, I think it gets what? points for being the first theatrical release one, and it's like it's the definitive Batman movie for this type of Batman. C for camp. B for Batman. Mm. I I will also say B. I will I will okay. I will that's, allow it. I will allow it. Let's bump that Let's up to B. B. All right, wrong answer, so, but <laughs> so we're slotting <laughs> Batman sixty six into B. I do want to point out we have S A B C. D and F. S is the highest tier. So whatever's an S, that's absolutely broken. I see exactly one S tier movie. No, mm, I see two. I see two S tier okay. movies on this list. We'll debate that. Um, please do share your ranking of these Batman movies with us, whether you're watching now or later, listening later. Whatever your ranking is, share that with us. What do you guys think we're going to put in S? Know that I'm going to fight for my life as we get deeper into this. Trust and believe that. And when we get to the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin uh, place, there might even be an argument. We don't know. But let's Watch jump it. into let's jump into 89. 89. Is 89 anyone's favorite Batman movie here? Let's just, I want to start with that. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No, sir. But it's real good. It, it is good. It is good. Uh, hmm. My instinct is that it belongs in A tier. I don't think it's S tier. I think it's A tier, mm. though. See, I would even argue it's B tier. I would put the next one there. Like if we're, if See, we're I would the- put the next one higher. I, okay. I agree with Kale. I, I actually agree with Kale. Yeah. I, think, I think that returns is a step above 89 because of the characters. I frankly like Catwoman and Penguin more than I like the Joker. Um, yeah. And I mean, if, go ahead. If, if we're going by Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, it goes into like SS tier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't make a tier for that. We can't even rank it based on that. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I guess 89. Um, it's got Nicholson Joker. It's got the in a warehouse filming set of Gotham City. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, it's good. I, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good, but I just think that when you compare it to Returns, um, yeah, you better. know, Returns is just it just does more. And it what it, it it looks for me, it's like they learned a lot. That's that's what I was gonna say. Fair, it fair. it feels like they with 89, it feels like they're trying to find their footing. And they do a decent enough job, uh, but returns really just takes it to that next level that uh puts it where uh it it needs to be. <laughs> Oh my god, the medic. That's hilarious. Um uh <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you. I, I have it. I, think I have it. I have it in B. That's fair. We also gotta like we can't just say, oh, they're all good movies. Let's all put them in A. Like uh oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> B and B and for also Bob the guaranteed goon. some of these are gonna move later. Yeah. yeah. B B for Bob the Goon. That's what I'm gonna say. That's <laughs> Bob the that Goon. Movie. That's my favorite goon in a movie, dude. I swear, I love that guy. Right. Do you so, guys know who I'm ta- who we're talking about? He's a uh, what's been a while. It's, uh, the guy looks like Fisher Stevens. Is it Fisher he's Stevens? The, <laughs> I don't know who Fisher Stevens is. I, he's the Joker's right hand man in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, love that guy. But um, yeah. Okay, so B for eighty nine. Now let's do Returns again. I feel like Returns is an A movie. I yep. saw it the other day. Solid it's A. Brilliant. Yep. Solid hey, A. Vito too as the penguin. Like yeah. Christopher Walken is the mayor. Like no. Well, he's not the mayor. He's the, he's the, the he owns. Shrek. Oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Shrek, right? Isn't he play Shrek? Donkey. Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> but Christopher Christopher Walken in this movie alone is more memorable to me than anything that happens at Batman '89. Charisma. Interesting. That's harsh. What? I mean, I think this gets the points above 89 for the fact that Paul Rubens is in it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Daddy. Oh, yeah, he's, the, oh, he's the clown, right? No, he's a uh, Not- Cobblepot's dad. In the flashback. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. What an inspired choice. <laughs> and that was that was Burton just saying, yo, yo, I'll make sure all my friends are eating, you know, like give you some of that Batman money. If anybody should have been the Joker, it should have been Paul Rubens. <laughs> just saying so, the secret word of the day is, I don't know. Paul Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> so Kefis said, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills in response to uh, the medic saying all up to the Dark Knight trilogy is S tier. Now, Kefis, I need you to understand something right now. You're my ally because this whole list is about to get insane. After we rank Mask of the Phantasm, this list is about to make no sense, and I'm going to need your help to argue with these (laughs) jokers about the placement of Forever and Batman and Robin. So Uh, That's not where it's going to get insane for me. Let's (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. So put Returns returns as A, right? Returns as A tier. Okay, so now we have 66 in B, 89 in B, Returns in A. Now let's talk about Phantasm. S, a hundred thousand percent S. Hey, hell on this one, I'm on S. Phantasm is like, it's not only like one of like the definitive Batman stories. I feel like it's like one of the best animated movies, yeah, of all time. Like it, it supersedes just Batman. 
I watched it last year and I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was tremendous, but I it wasn't as good as I remembered it. Criminal. But for, for being that Batman animation, though, I think it deserves the S tier. That, like, pinnacle animation. Okay. So, I will S. give you this. I will give you this. But just know that there's not enough room in S for everything. And I'm going to go very hard for two of the movies that are still yet to come to be in that slot. So right. we will have, we will return to this later. We can we fight know. about the fact that Batman and Robin is going to be in the S tier. That's fine, but Mass Phantasm has earned its place. I agree S- with Sultan of Swing. It's an A. I I completely agree. I think it's I mean, so great. We, right now we got three S's. Right, it's a one A. So I'm going to have to put it in the S for now. It, it may change. It may change. It, all right. So Mask of the Phantasm <laughs> is is the first S tier movie that 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 S we have here. Shit, right? I, all the shit movies are going there. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> by the way just so you all understand if joker was eight was able to be on this list it would be an s just so we know um put it here hmm. all right so, <laughs> so here we go uh this is batman and robin when is this oh wait hold on no that this is this is this yeah is you guys see we gotta do batman forever first batman yeah. forever okay yeah, yeah. this came out of what like 96 95 95 or 90 no, oh, Batman and Robin, Robin came out in 98. Right. So probably like 96. Yeah. I want to say 96. Uh, this is the one with the Riddler and Two-Face and Chase Meridian. Um, the introduction of Robin, all that jazz. For me, I go... I go... I go C. Oh, um, my God. Yep. yep, me too. I go C. Me too. Tyler, you're really going to have that reaction to I... Batman Forever? I so if this is my personal list, it would be S tier. You're insane. Wow. You can't you um, that that wow. <laughs> it is one of it's it is one of my favorite movies of all time. But but I realize that is a personal choice. So I can't put this in S tier. I would say that's incredible. It is it is A for me for me if I'm gonna argue this. And I I can maybe say B. I, I C is just no. no. There's no way. You can say that Batman Forever is is a better it's, movie than it's got Batman eighty nine or sixty six. Dude, sixty six does Forever better than Forever. No, dude. Yes, For, absolutely. Okay. I, maybe I'm taking this outside of like this being a Batman movie, but like it is peak Jim Carrey in it. Yes, mm. he's is he really doing Edward Nigma? He's kind of doing his own thing. It's a little jokery, sure. Um, and then. Tommy Lee Jones is Tommy Lee Jones doing something. Though. He's doing something. That's right. <laughs> um, it's it's got uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole Kidman, oh, mm-hmm. Chase Meridian, fantastic in that. It's got um, uh, Dick. It's got some Dick in it. It's you know you uh, love, love that the dick. dick in it. Oh, love Dick, man. It's great. It's um, I think I'm sweet. I think it's an A. You guys are psychotic. <laughs> We're not doing I, this this morning. It is. We it cannot is un- do that. It is unabashedly. Trying to be its own thing, it has Dude. this aesthetic look that is against what Tim Burton did and what the animated series was. It was like, hey, Schumacher's like, I'm gonna do my own fucking thing here, and it and he, it's great. He beats the Two Face by throwing a bunch of coins in the air. Like, it's great. that's a fucking so Batman move. Like that rules. Two Face is in a triad relationship with a devil and an angel. One of them is Drew Barrymore. Come on. And it's stupid. It is so, okay. great. So, it is so we're averaging the movie. a B. 
We're averaging a B at the moment. Yeah. No, no. Thank you, Kefis. Kefis says, dude, it's Batman versus two idiots trying to be the Joker. <laughs> Different is definitely not better. He's completely right. Well, okay. They're not even playing B. the Riddler and Two-Face. It's going to be just because it's, we're splitting the difference It's here. not a B. It's not a B. I cannot, I cannot abide this. Well, it ain't a C. It's definitely not a B. It's, I'm put, it's, I, if I'm saying A and Kale went to A and you guys are saying C, we got to go with B. It's the middle. What? That's not how that works. Go to the That's chat. Works. The Go chat. to the chat. The Go chat are them. discussing this. They are. Yeah, they this are. is our <laughs> ranking. There's so no way that's a B. There's no way that's a B movie. To be, we we can go back on it. We, we, if we need if we need to discuss later, <laughs> if everything's in B, then we'll we'll discuss it. Catherine says C plus. That's at least a B. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go upwards. She's a teacher too, so she knows this ranking system. So yeah, if we're, mm-hmm. C plus isn't an option. It's, I think it's gotta. There's go no to, C plus, you know, and I don't exactly. care if she's a so teacher. Up. That's that doesn't matter. Up. That doesn't matter. She might be giving wrong grades to her kids. I don't know. I'm not in her class. I have no clue. All I know is that right now, you guys are being crazy. There's no way that Batman Forever is on the same tier as Batman 89. That's crazy. It's not one tier worse than Returns. No way. I'm going to paint a picture picture for you here. Ready? You're at Burger King. I hate your pictures. You're at Burger King. It's it's 1995. You're at Burger King. You're having a nice, you know, uh, Whopper Jr. at some fries. I hated Burger King. And and your parents got you you one of those those Batman... Those Batman glasses, you know, the ones that probably had lead paint on them, and it was like embossed, and it's like, oh, this yeah, one, fuck I got yeah, the Riddler glass. Oh, and then you went to the movies, and you saw <laughs> this movie that had Batman and Seal mixed into one. I didn't see it in theaters, and I was oh, a McDonald's damn. kid. Next, I hated I'm- Batman in 1995. Is the funniest thing Sean has ever said in the <laughs> six years we've been doing this podcast. Wait, I didn't say that. I said I hated, said hated Burger, Burger King, King in '95. I love Batman in 95. Even better. God damn. <laughs> Funniest thing he's ever said. I can't I can't stand you guys right now. Go ahead. Fine. Also, it's in B. That- but this next movie, if this next movie is not in F, I'm leaving the fucking show. I can't do this. Yo, double S tier. No, come on. No. Plastic No. Yes, dude. No. No. Need to put you on ice. I'm afraid I'm a little cold to your opinion, Sean. I hate my life. I can't believe I'm this is Mr. what I'm doing. I'm Mr. White Christmas. <laughs> I'm Mr. Snow. I should have just gone to college. Why am I here? This is the worst. Uh, Put that we movie went to college in F. And we're still here. <laughs> Put it in F, please. It's, no, okay. Add, I, add, I, an, it's add a new F. line, uh, Tyler. SS tier, and that's where it goes. Yep. SS. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that, we were already justified. Batman Returns is the only SS movie because of. Michelle Pfeiffer in a body. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would argue also though, Uma Thurman. <laughs> Uma, Fuck Uma Thurman. Whoa. I'd love to. Hey, I've I've worked with Uma Thurman in very nice lady, very nice. I don't care. She sucked this poison ivy. Mr. No. Freeze or Arnold Schwarzenegger sucked this Mr. Freeze. What the fuck was that Bane? Is this put that time? movie in F? Is put it in F. I forgot about Bane. Definitely A tier. Schwarzenegger was having an affair with his maid. Like, was this during the time uh, of this movie? <laughs> I, I yeah. Know. 
that Schwarzenegger <laughs> illegitimate child story is great because like you look at the kid and like it's a spitting image. Like there's no way he can deny that kid. Never mind. Yo, this is where's a... Kefis? Where, where's Matt? Someone with reason. Can you please get involved? Like this is crazy. That's the craziest thing you said all day. Matt with a reason. You made me knock down the weight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, more reason than you right now. Okay, I, okay, can we just can we just get past this, please? I'm gonna say we're trying, this, but you're the one knocking it down. I'm saying if we're being reasonable here, C. I'm gonna say C. No, that's C fucking at, crazy. C maybe maybe D. Maybe no, D. that's not that's that no. There. So what the fuck do we have F here for? Oh, we'll have an F later. That's for sure. Was, it better not be uh, Batman versus Superman because I will yes, legit leave. <laughs> There's no fucking way. This movie is garbage. It. I don't want to say it's mm-hmm. F. I think it's got its place. Um, yeah, uh, in the trash. No, <laughs> no, this is like a go-to blockbuster movie. My man said go-to. You're going to pull me out of character, Tyler. I can't do this. I You're can't have this conversation on the air. Characters? I can't do it. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Catherine, Catherine says, realistically, it's not great. I'd say D cannot be an F because it's still entertaining. See, I agree with her. I agree. Mm-hmm. And it's entertaining mm-hmm. because it, it's, it knows it's stupid. They, they put ice skates on Batman. Like, you can't do that Oh, seriously. my God. Oh, my God. The more you talk about it, the worse it gets. <laughs> they fucking put ice skates on Batman. He has a credit card. Batman pulls out a credit card. Weren't they, think, uh, Batman weren't they, money? weren't they disguised as gorillas at, at the point yes. of the, the ice skates, oh come on, that's a the, B. That's a B right there. The that's pink gorilla stuff. Move. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. it. Listen, listen, listen. Put it in D, and let's move on because I, I can't wear that do suit. This. Yeah, I'm fine with D on that one. All right, uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's an F movie. It's it's an F, and I hate this. <laughs> so I, I I I hate that I have this idea. Why the fuck would I do this? Why so would good. I do this with you guys? Oh my god. Sultan of Sweden said D plus courtesy pass so it doesn't get held back a year. You know what? <laughs> That's fair. Just think- get rid of it and <laughs> so <laughs> you never have to it. see it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's the problem child of Batman movies. <laughs> Batman begins. Batman begins is I want to say 2005, mm-hmm. 2006. Mm-hmm. This is the revival of Batman. Uh, studios were very concerned. WB was very concerned about the stink that Batman had on him post for uh, post Batman and Robin, how garbage that movie was. So they were very trepidatious about this, but they got Christopher Nolan, who was a hot director, and they put this movie out. For me, this is an easy A. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, I think A is a good spot for it. Wow, no controversy there. I don't think I know. I think it's a pretty... Straightforward movie. It's got a Raish Al Ghul. How yeah. do they pronounce yes. it in this? Is it Raish. Raz Al Ghul in this? Raz? Raish. In the uh in the animated series, it's Raish Al Ghul as well. In the movie, it's Raz Al Ghul, which in the movie it's Raz. Liam well, Neeson. no. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, a little, a little problematic in today's lens, but you know. Who, Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah. oh, for the right, yeah. I didn't like yeah. that back then. I thought that was stupid. I think it, I think it's stupid now. You want to knock it down to B, or is not, no, not stupid? Fool. I mean, he's the main villain of this movie. <laughs> Do you have? I'm not saying with the he's main stupid. I'm saying it was stupid that they didn't just cast a, a person you know from the Middle East. I mean, but was, yeah. they didn't want to do it 
because of the reverse of what you're talking about, because of the implication that, oh, he's a, a Middle Eastern terrorist warlord. Wow, big what? racism. And you so, start power. You got you to have Liam Neeson there. They Interesting. Had, uh... So they cast they cast an Irish person. <laughs> That's not a huh. right around the time. Muhammad Hassan was a uh, WWE wrestler <laughs> too. So they, they were very wary about what. One of my favorites of all time, by the way. Oh, That's for another boy. podcast. Uh, okay, so we're solid on Batman Begins. That's fair, at yeah. a. Um, Kefa says Batman Begins is S. I can't say that. I I can't because of the movie we're about to talk about. And I feel like S is reserved for very few things. So now we're on to The Dark Knight. Um, The Dark Knight, of course, you guys know it well. This is the premier superhero movie, most people's favorite Batman movie. It's a great Joker Uh, movie. Tremendous Joker. Um, You know, this, this is the movie that I think people saw and said, oh, comic book movies are legit. Like, this is a real thing. Um, without this, we're probably not where we are in terms of comic book films. So uh, I don't think that there will be any controversy. This is an S movie. I have to descend. I what? don't. Uh, okay. I don't. It's not. You know. It, by by far, it doesn't fail. Uh, but I I am not a Dark Knight fan. I. Um, to, to I think that. I think over the I and I think it's colored by over the years I've seen it so much that I don't like it anymore. Who hurt you? Um, <laughs> if I had a list, uh, it's I mean, uh, I, I give can it back up, Kale here. I can back up, Kale here. Oh my God, no, Tyler! No, listen, dude, I'm losing respect for you no. by the by the no, by the I minute. Mean, my Stop. instinct says S tier, but I think it, there can be. If we're ranking these as Batman movies, I don't think there's much Batman in the Dark Knight. Are you fucking kidding I think me? I think the, the <laughs> stars of the show are the other characters. It's Joker, it's Harvey Dent, and there's a lot of good Jim Gordon in it. Who I the think- fuck is the star of Batman and Robin? George Clooney. Nipples. <laughs> the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> the ice skates. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey uh, we got Batgirl on that one too. So, I mean, I'm going to have one yeah, C. Yeah. I forgot Alicia Silverstone is Batgirl. I yeah, think that goes up yeah. to C. We'll that talk goes about up, that that up to a C. Yeah, I think I, okay, I have control here. I'm going to do that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, was it? Wait. Wasn't it? Was it LL Cool J in uh, the Batmobile race scene? Am I making that up? I don't think so. I don't know. I think, are you thinking of Thunderball? <laughs> no. Thinking of an LL Cool J racing movie, Rollerball. Maybe he was. I don't know. Rollerball. Yeah. Please move that shit down, dude. All right, we'll move back down to D. You try. You try to sneak it in. <laughs> Can we not? Because we've got, we've we're almost okay, at two right, hours. Fine. Can we'll, we just we'll, put we'll, the Dark Knight we'll put, in S tier? We'll put him in the S tier. All right. Okay. This, thank you. This I think is going to be a hot button topic here. Dark Knight dude, Rise. you guys have been fucking me for the last twenty minutes on this tier list. Don't bad news, my man. Don't do it to me now. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. It grossed more somehow than the Dark Knight did. It features the only live action version of Bane worth a damn. <laughs> and to me, for me personally, as a human being, I enjoy this movie more than the Dark Knight. Oh, in my list, 
Don't give me that. Oh, Tyler, you've had some of the worst takes of all time today. Do not give me that. Oh, okay. You said best wrong. And this version of Bane should belong in the B. I love that accent, by the way. You thought you thought you could take on the B. I was born in it, molded by the B. Okay, here for me. I don't know if you guys got that. I would put this. This would be an S for me. This would be an S. Well, good thing you're not you're not the one doing it, right? So A (laughs) two. You said, okay, Mark, so we got S, we got A. Kale, what do you have on this? You said B? A hard B for me, yeah. It's an A. If it's not going to be a B, if it's not going to be an S, it's an A. If I'm being honest, in terms of rewatchability, I think it's even less rewatchable than Batman and Robin. You guys are fucking crazy. Oh, my God. I think. How can this movie be on the same tier as Batman Forever? Uh. No, I I would put it below that. I mean, per, You're so crazy. I, I would say personally a D, but for the the, the show, I would put it in. C. <laughs> I don't think it's that great. It's it's. I'm I'm not relenting. We will. I'll be here all day. That shit's not going in B. There's no way. It's not better. It's not B. It's not. It's not, what's, it's not so on we got, the same tier we got as one forever. C. We got one B, and we have two A's. Is that it? We have no C's. I'm saying C. I'm a B. No, there's no way. A, A, solid A. I've got two A's, a B, and a C. I don't know how to do math with letters. We got variables here. That that sounds to me like it's either a B or an I'll put an A, I guess, because there's two A's, so that wins out. I don't agree with that at all. But, but te- yeah. technically, technically, Sean said S, so that averages that all averages out to the A. Sure. Okay. I, I, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll live with the A. <clears throat> B. I would have had an, a legit end. Um, Catherine. Can, Catherine can say- says. Uh, I think for me, Dark Knight is highest for the villains, but DKR is a solid A. Uh, with that said, uh, Kefis says this is where I dissent. Sean, Dark Knight Rises is bad. D at best. Oh no, I agree, Dude, You I know agree. what? If if you think that the Dark Knight Rises is bad. Let's have a chat. I'll explain to you why I disagree. And I guarantee you that by the end of that conversation, you will bump it up two tiers. I, I guarantee it. I, I genuinely believe most people do not understand that movie. Can, can you anyway, do a quick reasoning for that? Because I'm no, kind of curious. I, I, I can't. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't. Um, so just to recap, in S tier right now, we have Mask of the Phantasm and The Dark Knight. In A, we have Returns, Begins, and rises in B, we have 66, 89, and fucking forever. And in C, we have nothing. And in D, we have Batman and Robin. Uh, now we are on to Batman versus Superman. This- I have to, I have to sit this one out. I didn't see it. Okay, fair, fair enough. Uh, so this, of course, is Batman's first appearance in the Snyderverse. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be a Superman movie. It's still kind of a pseudo sequel to Man of Steel, but not really. Uh, and it's uh, Ben Affleck's first appearance as Batman. How do you guys rank this? F. Lots of firsts. Oh, come on. I'm not even joking. I despise this movie. I think it is pure trash. I think it You're lacks an understanding wrong. of both main characters. You're wrong. There's no way that Zack Snyder is doing did wrong with DC movies. So 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 Batman and Robin understands Batman better than this does. It understands a version of Batman better than a version. Okay, so this understands a version of Batman. I don't think there's there is this this version of Batman is 
I think the closest you can compare it to is Miller's Batman. Sure. If you're going to say there's a version of it. Sure. Yeah. 100%. Um, So that argument falls apart. This movie cannot. You can't say. You cannot say. I just did. That. No. You (laughs) can't. But but you can you can say whatever you want, but you're wrong. I just I just proved you wrong. No, well, I'm not even done. I think as a film, it doesn't work. It is ugly. It is stupidly color graded throughout it. I think the score Batman is, and is ugly. But at least it knows what it's doing. It no, has it's an idea. ugly. And, and Tyler just agreed. It knows what it's doing. So it does is, Batman versus Superman. It knows no, what it wants to do. You don't have to like it. I don't think it knows what it's doing, to be honest. Of course it does. No, it, I, I think insofar as what it thinks it's doing is, oh, Snyder likes Batman. I think that's as far as it goes in terms of what it knows what it's doing in terms of a story. Um, it's I don't think it's a good movie. I think it is plotting and plot. Um, it introduces... Uh, Batman doesn't really matter. It, it, at its core, it's a Superman movie once you get to Doomsday. It throws in Wonder Woman just to do it. Um, uh, it is ugly um joyless uh i despise batman v superman i think it's pure shit i'd put it in s tier if s stood for shit well it's it's not an it's not an f dude it's yeah there's just that's ridiculous i'd put it in either c or b i'm a I'm, i'm in i'm putting it in b <clears throat> so I guess C where we're, I mean, we have our first C then if that evens out there <laughs> I can't believe we're really going to put this in C and Batman Forever it's above is Batman, still in B Batman and Robin Batman, Batman takes Forever is fucking bad it's great this is unbelievable At least then the why is it in the A tier yeah I think I think you're proven wrong just by this tier list yeah huh uh, right, so. Catherine says uh I hear Affleck does well as Batman, so feel bummed that I didn't actually see it outside of Justice League. I can't just I just can't bring myself to watch it. Is it worth it? If you want to round out your Batman experience. I think uh, also I think depends on what your opinions on Man of Steel were. I think that that's a good point. If you if you want to see Ben Affleck's Batman, this is the only movie where you really will because in justice league he's just not big enough a part of it and in the joss whedon version especially he's just not very good um and in Zack snyder's justice league it's a better movie but batman is not as much involved because of cyborg and others who got short stick in uh joss whedon's version sorry so I'm thinking of the uh, the DC posted like a uh, celebrating black history in DC movies and TV. And they showed like uh, multiple characters like Deadshot and stuff from the movies. They did not show Cyborg in there in that tweet. <laughs> wow. Imagine why. Yeah. All <clears throat> right. might have showed so, Doom Patrol Cyborg actually instead. So Batman Superman is in C. All right. Now uh, we have Zack Snyder's or I'm sorry, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Oh, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, D- I have both Justice Leagues on here. Okay, Joss Whedon, uh, F. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Cal. I think, um, I think I might have put it as a D when I originally saw it, but now after seeing Zack Snyder's version and then seeing 
all the drama behind it, it's even left an even worse taste in my mouth. I'm going to say F. I would say F if Batman and Robin were an F, but because Batman and Robin is in D, I don't think that this movie is worse than that, so I would put it in D. So, gun to your head, somebody says, hey, you have to sit through Joss Whedon's Justice League or sit through Batman and Robin. What would you rather sit through? Justice League, 100% every single day. You'd be there longer with the gun to your head. I would just, in terms of time, I would go with Batman and Robin. It's less, <laughs> less time of danger. Justice League is at least, at least the characters are who they are. They are who, like, you know, I know them to be. Um, Batman and Robin is an abomination. Hmm. <clears throat> the, the characters just aren't. Like, so you're saying just... D. You're saying D. Yeah. We got two F's and a D. Marco. D. It's a D. Man, I guess I need like a middle ground here. I, I mean, I said we round up, so I guess it'll be D. So look at that. Batman and Robin and Justice League right next to each other. That's an insult to Batman and Robin. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Um, I think that's an insult to Justice League. Lego Batman is the next one. Oh, Justice League was an insult to me. This one uh, I haven't seen. Lego oh, Batman man. was actually really good. It's really fun. It's uh, damn. I haven't seen wow, this, this one. Is... So it's just me and you, Cal. Okay, I guess we'll. Oh, Sorry. sweet. Okay, S. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Lego Batman is Sean. Have you ever played the, like the Lego video games? Yeah, I played like, uh, like Lego the IP ones. Yeah, yeah. So this is that in movie form. It's literally Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg. Um, it's got Will Arnett as Batman, who like really nails the okay the cheesiness of a brooding Batman in a world where nothing else is brooding. Um, Zach Galifianakis as the Joker, I think, was and, incredible. I think I think the cool thing about this is it really looks at the. Uh, well, it looks at the dynamic of the Joker and Batman in a different way yeah. than has ever been done before. Almost you like know, an unrequited it, love romance story. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not treated seriously. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily anything special, but it is unique. Joker's which is whole, an oxymoron for sure but yeah joker's whole mo in this in this movie is notice me senpai like that's literally yeah. what it is it's got michael Sarah as a <clears throat> super optimistic happy-go-lucky dick grayson robin um <laughs> they they make jokes about like all the bat suits there's like uh there's they bring up bat nipples bat nipples shows up in this all right so if there's bat nipples in it then uh, it's at least it's at least d because we put batman in <laughs> Um, well, they make jokes about all that, and I think like Harley Quinn is in it. Like all, I think Condiment Man might have shown up somewhere. Like, so where are you guys putting it? <clears throat> I would say a, I'd say a B, right? I think that's I, fair. I feel like it's at least on par with sixty six. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I am. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think it would. It's a suitably modern si version of the sixty six. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I think they even bring in shark repellent in this too. So amazing. Uh, I'm cool with B. That's fine. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so that brings us to the last movie on this list, which is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, In black and white? 
Yes, Would, that's the one I have here. So yes. Okay, good. Pick yeah. Your or no, whatever. Um, I don't think I don't think that matters in terms of the discussion of the actual. I think it absolutely matters. It moves it from an A tier to an S tier. Oh my God. Oh, we got <laughs> Kino Kunlada over here. <laughs> um, uh, this one. So it's tough, right? Because we're ranking Batman movies, and Batman is not a major major part of this film. Um, but I do really enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman legitimately. And I think that this movie is an improvement upon, mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously like way better than Zack Snyder or than, um, Joss Whedon's Justice League. And I think it's an improvement over Batman Superman. Um, mm-hmm. Batman Superman is really, really dark and joyless. Like you mentioned, um, this one is a little brighter, um, and it introduces new characters who help to round out. Zack Snyder's Justice League and blah, blah, like blah. cyborg, exactly. <laughs> this this movie reminded so, me what I what I liked about the Man of Steel trailer. Remember that trailer? That was so yeah. good because it, it was it was dark. I mean, it was shot like a Zack Snyder movie. The trailer was, but there was a a part there was there was hope in it still in that trailer, which I think lacked being in the actual movie. Um, but I think it existed in that trailer, and I kind of got a feeling of that in this longer version Justice League. In in my personal list, this would go A, um, but I think that for the purposes of what we're doing here, this is a B. I think it's C for Cyborg. It's, man, I can't believe I have to tolerate Whedon's Justice League as a D, and Snyder's Justice League is automatically better than that, so it has to be a C, and that's infuriating. <laughs> I feel you, but I'm staring at Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, you browbeat you browbeated Dark Knight into S tier. So yeah, we get what you feel. I'm Dark saying... Knight in S tier kill is not a hot take. Simmer down. I'm gonna... that's, oh, that's I won't. Thank you. That's a really normal thing. I'm gonna lean towards C or B. I think it is a better movie than Batman v Superman by far. I don't think it's a good movie. Um, I think this was at least enjoyable to watch, although a little too long. Um, it's a little. But is it a better Batman movie? I don't think there's much difference. I mean, Ben Affleck gets to show his chops a little more. Um, although the newer scenes, he looks like he doesn't want to be there, um, which apparently he didn't want to be. <laughs> um, uh, my gut says C, but if you guys are more towards B, I'm okay with doing it B. I'm saying C. All right. I think that's three C's then. There you have it. All right. Let's see there. All right. So that's, I think that's a fair list. I kind of wanted to see, so you would say Joker would, so I think just so we have an F, let's just do that. Let's just move Catwoman to F instead of the not available. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. It is not watchable. Uh, if we were gonna, I mean, how many of you have seen Joker? I have a I have not. relationship with Joker. I thought it was a movie that shouldn't have been made. Um, mostly because, like, in high school, I was horrified of like getting shot up in a movie theater because of <laughs> what mm. happened. Um, but as a movie, I fucking love Joker. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my favorites on this list. If we were actually gonna add it to it, but. Yeah, for me, like I said, for me, I think it's it would be an S. It's easy A for me. 
um, teetering on S for me. Yeah. I'd say S, like slap that boy up there. Yeah, let's fuck it. I put it on here. Let's let's put him somewhere. There we go. God, we like All right. fucking edgelords with this by putting Joker in S tier. <laughs> I hate that I like Joker. I hate that I like it so much. I didn't want to at all. I, I shat on this movie up until it came out. And then when it came out, I was like, motherfucker, I like this a lot. Dude. <laughs> when we went to see Joker, it was me, Phil, uh, Marco, were you there? Mm-hmm. Marco, Pete, and Pete's friend. And Phil and I really, really, really loved it. And Pete and his buddy really hated it. And they legit yelled at us after the movie for liking it. Well, Pete was speaking in a normal voice, but that's, you know. <laughs> I think it's they, were angry. they were angry that we liked it. I think it's a very well, well shot movie. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's our list. So to recap, uh, in S, we have Master of the Phantasm, The Dark Knight, and Joker. In A, we have Batman Returns, Begins, and Rises. In B, we have 66, 89, Forever, and Lego Batman. C is Batman, Superman, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. D is Batman and Robin and Joss Whedon's Justice League. And F is Catwoman. I think the Uh, most contentious one on this list was Dark Knight Rises, honestly. The most contentious, you said? Yeah. I, you think that was more contentious than Batman and Robin? I agree. No, I mean, I, I think in terms of all four of us, I think we had differing opinions on Rises than Batman and Robin. I know you really don't like it, but I think the, us, us other three are at least uh, um, not as cold to it as you were. <laughs> the medic, uh, I said it, I said it, said it at the top, but we were including the movies that had been released theatrically. Um, and I feel like the animated movies outside of Mask of the Phantasm would be like a different kind of ranking thing yeah, that we'd have to yeah. do. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I also know that there are other Batman animated films that have been released theatrically and small on small scale, like um, the Batman Dark Ninja, uh, Ninja, and certain other ones. Um, but this is Killing we just joke. we could be here all day. Yeah, Killing Joke. This, we kept it to this, and I think that was fair. I, w- I um, was tempted to add Suicide Squad to this, or the. Uh, you know, because oh of God. Affleck being in it. Um, I did not add it in there because it's a shit movie. Um, which maybe should have been the where the F spot would have would have gone. So maybe I should have left left it in there. <laughs> I well, was only in it for three seconds, so yeah. Sure, yeah. In any event, now to close out, where do you think that the the Batman, which drops March fourth, uh, which we will have a review out for. Where do you think that that movie will rank on your personal list? I have no clue. I don't know if I can answer that question. I don't, I don't like to have conjecture. About, if, if seeing the Joker has taught me anything, is that I need to see it before I can really judge my feelings on it. Well, that is terrible for podcast content. Uh, <laughs> so... I, right now, I'm going to put it up with uh, Batman Begins and maybe a tier lower because mm-hmm. right now, to me, it feels like a Batman Begins copycat with Catwoman. Yeah, I, th- I think from the visuals, it's sitting in the A for me and the actual movie will do. <laughs> All right, it's sitting in the A Great. for Marco. It's sitting in F for Spectrum. Um <laughs> I think uh, I'm a, a between A and B. 
is where I, where I lie. If I'm going to really put my myself there, but Marco, what were you saying, man? We, we lost you. Uh, it's a, and depending on how it comes out, it moves up or down a tier. Okay. I, I have a hard time. See, like, I, I feel like generally speaking, I, I know what I like. And I have a hard time believing that I could see this as anything less than an A. Um, it would have to be, it'd have to do some critical things wrong. Um, but I'm feeling just off the trailers, like I'll probably find this to be an S tier uh, Batman movie. Um, again, it, it'll at least be an A. Um, that's, that's how I feel right now. But we will know in just under a week which is incredible uh we will be putting out our review for you guys on monday uh unfortunately i don't think we're gonna do it live um too many people won't have seen it and stuff like that um but we will make sure that it's out for you on monday so if you've seen it already or you want our thoughts before you go to the theaters definitely do tune in for that super excited for that um thank you guys so much for sticking with us through this tier list let us know if you liked it this is something that We've been wanting to do for a long time and it just never, we were never able to get it done, but we finally did. So let us know if this is something you'd like to see us do with other things. We could do Marvel movies. We could do uh, DC movies. We could do half of that Marvel movie one. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of different things we can do. So uh, let us know if you're into this Um, and uh, let's do the plugs. Kale. You can find me and my bad opinions on Twitter and Instagram at Toto in Toe. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work, again, for free and with better uh, uh, full screen readability at kalelord.com slash writing. All right. Uh, Marco. Uh, Let's hope uh, Spectrum holds on. Um, (laughs) You can find me at Mr. Marco Nomoto on Instagram and Twitter. Come talk to me about um, anime. Oh, I'll be watching BoJack. And <laughs> Marco, <laughs> he's rewatching Jack. And then his internet cuts out. That's, oh my god, I love it. That's part so of the course funny. for how Bojack. I think the the aura Bojack is. Um, that was it. Right. <laughs> Tyler, um, sorry, my cat was on my tiki shelf. He's fucking with my mugs. Um. <laughs> You can find me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I will be playing Elden Ring. Um, if you guys are curious about me streaming that, let me know. I have the ability to. If you would like me to, I can do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never played a Souls game, so let's see where the fuck this goes. Um, I get frustrated very easily, so there's my hesitation on streaming it. Um, Good luck. Yeah, that's should be should be fun. Cool. Uh, as for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. I'm just really excited to see the Batman. That's that's it for me. Um, I can't wait. I'll see you guys on the other side of that uh, next week live on Twitch. Well, you'll you'll see me on the other side of it next week live on Twitch Saturday at 10 in the morning Eastern Wednesday for Pals and Bulls, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys for joining us. Until then, take care. See you next week. <laughs>